Thanks for downloading another episode of The Ugly Truth. Or if it's your first time, welcome. You are now an honorary UG, or hug as we like to say. We really appreciate you listening and supporting the show through our Amazon and Avon links at UglyTruth.com. And now, without further ado, The Ugly Truth. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? The only reason I bought yours and wore them was because I had had wine. Paula? It's very easy for them to do these moves on these balls. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. Welcome, friends. Welcome. It is The Ugly Truth, episode 154. We're in the same room. I'm staring at you right in the eyeballs. It's weird. It is freaky. It is freaky. I'm going to avoid eye contact. It kind of reminds me of when um, we were little and we would sit around the breakfast table and Stephanie would stare down someone and she's like, you're really close to me. You're spitting on me. And then we'd put like cereal boxes up. I know. I, I feel like I'm looking at you from like a, over a box of Cheerios. <laughs> it's like, I can hear you chewing. Stop it. All right. So welcome to The Ugly Truth, everyone. We're here. And I am just back from a very long trip to Southern California. So I'm a little exhausted. How are you, Ugg? I am tired, too. But I, I, I didn't really do anything this week. So I don't have an excuse. <laughs> Other, well, that's all right. other than just sheer laziness. No, spring break. Your kids are on spring break, and that that's is exhausting. True. That is true. It is exhausting. All right, so welcome, friends. Welcome to our show. Thank you for all of your support, your downloads, your sharing. Share, share the show with your friends and loved ones. They'll enjoy it, too. Let's get going. So, all right. Now, before I get into the recap of Anaheim, I want to tell you something that happened. I am, you know, I'm morbid. Okay. As you know. Yes. And so uh, this was the day before we were flying out. And what I tend to try to do, and I think a lot of people do this, is you want to leave with your house clean. Well, you don't right. want to come home to a dirty house. No, everyone everyone does the massive spring cleaning in case, you know, you die and you want people to come in and be like, oh, <laughs> everything's so neat and in place. Did you leave like a little will on the table? No. What I did, though, was I went out to the garage to get the suitcases and I... Daryl's not really good at putting things away. And so one I pulled one suitcase out, and there was a sleeping bag in there for some reason. And so the other two suitcases slipped out off of this sleeping bag and fell on me. Oh, no. And I got angry, as you can imagine. And, of course... I'd just be afraid a spider would fall on me. No, we don't have a spider issue in the garage. So that, of course, prompted me to start cleaning the garage. So I started cleaning and organizing. And then I went to the side of the house, and I saw it thought, you know, these overgrown rose bushes, they're going to kill somebody. They're so big from all the rain we got. So I chopped those down. You know, this is not going to delay your flight by I chance. know. Not at all. <laughs> and so, and I thought, you know what? I want these things done because should I die, these things will never get done. And people will go, God, they never really took care of their house, did they? And I didn't want that to be me. And so I'm walking down the side of our house and we have this little mini garbage can that came with the house and you can put like I don't know like just random crap like old dog food bags the old fish food 
containers were in there and stuff like that. An old map that had been ripped up by the dogs was in there. And it had rained so much over the last two weeks that it was full of water. Oh. This thing had not been cleaned out in probably two years. And because it just sat on the side of the house. So I said, oh, well, I'm going to empty this because, you know, with the whole Zika virus thing, I didn't want mosquitoes. Want a bunch of mosquitoes. Right. So I dumped it over and then it immediately start, started to smell like the Berkeley Pier with the shore out. Gross. It, was, it smelled so bad. And then as I dumped it out and started looking at all this gross stuff, I realized that a long time ago I put a dead bird in there. Oh, my God, Jamie. <laughs> I know. I had, far, I had completely forgotten. And then I was looking through it going, God, well, I guess I better get gloves because now I've got to pick all this crap up and put it in the recycle bin. And so I'm going through this mucky crap and I saw what I thought was a spine. Oh and I started to freak out. It was a screw. Was- <laughs> You're dumb. I know. I went, all right, all right. I have to calm myself down. I've got to get over myself. <laughs> so I just got a shovel and started shoveling all this crap into the recycle bin. And then I started just push brooming all the gross water. And, of course, Bodega's barking at the water. And I'm like, well, that must mean there's something biological in there. Yuck. Gross. So anyway, yes. So that was. And then I'm like, why did I do all of this effort when I have to pack for five damn days? It's like, this is not the time. Really? What to are you be- doing? Gutting the house and trying to get stuff done. But I think you're right. I think I am trying to basically avoid the flight because I hate flying so bad. That's that's exactly what it sounded like to me. It sounds like I something I think, would do. Yeah, I, could, I can't even believe it. I didn't even think of that. I could just see Victor coming home. Why are you planting a tomato garden? Well, it just sounded like something I wanted to do right now. And I really just wanted to get it done before <laughs> I left. Yeah, and I do think of that. I told Mackenzie there's a concrete rule that should I die and mom has to come over, that she's not allowed to come into my room until Mackenzie cleans it. If really? I leave it dirty. I'm like, look, there's nothing there's nothing questionable in there, but I can't have mom walk in and see my dirty underwear on the floor oh or something. I'll it's, have a sticky note that says mom can't open my nightstand, the top drawer in my <laughs> nightstand. Yeah, right. Please. God, save everyone, save her soul. <laughs> Don't let mom's last last thing she sees or thinks of me be my dildo drawer. Please. My hot pink bullet. <laughs> God and my drugs, please, everyone, just right. save her from that. Put them in a box. <laughs> just. Don't open it. She probably wouldn't even know what it was. She's like, what? What is this? Is this this a neck massager? Is this one of those temple massagers for like when you have migraines? (laughs) Let me try it. No, mom, no. Don't do it. God. What is this? It's kind of crusty. (gasps) You better clean your your bullets. Good Lord. (laughs) That's so funny. But anyway, yes. And so with that, I threw a bunch of crap in a suitcase and we head to the airport We went to Anaheim because Malia is a cheerleader, and this was her final cheer competition. It's the Nationals competition. And the one thing I remember after going through all of this is that I went to Nationals my senior year. I remember that. Yes. And what I forgot until they didn't place, they competed and they did not place at all. They didn't go to finals. They didn't win anything. And it was right then and there when it clicked in that it is really, really hard to place. And it's really, really hard to get get to finals. I mean, they were competing against girls from Texas and Arizona, New Jersey. I mean, they're from all over the country. And so once I realized they weren't going to place, 
We were disappointed, but I said, you know what? The, the people that win to go to finals, they're on TV. These, these are the cheerleaders you see on ESPN2 when there's nothing else to watch. Or they're like on those reality shows that, you know, <laughs> are from freaking Georgia, like yes. dance moms. And they're, yes. you know, they've been doing this since they were like two years old. Right. And so it, it finally, you know, I told Malia and some of her friends, because they were really disappointed, as you can imagine. Aww, and I said, course. you know what, guys? First of all, this is the first year they've gone. Yeah, right. They learned a lot. And I said, you guys, I went to nationals when I was your age and we finished 50th. You guys finished 10th. So that's not so bad, you know? You're close. And the other thing that we've figured out with these cheer things is that the cheer parents are assholes. Of course they are. We hate them. And one of them, okay, I'm going to say it because they don't listen to the show. They um, really, some of them, they're all the freshman parents. And it's not all of them. It's like four of them, four or five of them. They really don't like the coach because they all had their girls cheering on another team before they came to high school, and they liked that coach. Mm-hmm. Well, they just didn't seem to adjust to high school athletics, and so they really were resentful and negative. And um, we were sitting behind one mom, and she was texting her mom, and she was talking total crap about the coach. And she's like, we really want the girls to lose so that we can just go home. And that, I mean, I was so fried when I read that. It's like, they may not win, but who the fuck are you to hope that your child doesn't do well after all the time and effort they put into this? I was just livid. Yeah, really? Livid. And I wanted to say something. And I told Daryl, I said, I really want to say something to her. But the problem is, is that I'm literally reading over her shoulder. Right. Her text messages to her own mother. It's like, I can't. Kind of an invasion of privacy. A bit. A bit. (laughs) And so deep inside, I'm like, God, I want these girls to win so bad because I want to tell the mother to Look, look, you know, they did it. Well, the truth of the matter is, is whether it was this coach or whether it was the other coach, I mean, competitive cheerleading is so out of California's league. In, it is. In, You're right. In a lot of ways. Because, well, Texas kicks your ass. I mean, a lot of those, Texas or those Midwestern states, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's their wheelhouse. It's a freaking religion. It is. It's it crazy is. crazy competitive. And so it. California is not one of those states that has really kind of, which I think is not a bad thing, to be honest. I mean, I I think cheerleading should be fun. Well, it is fun. But the one thing that um, go to a competition and you will see how much it's evolved. It is not. You're, they're no longer the frosting on the cake at a football game. These girls are athletes. No, but that's what I'm saying is it's <clears> like <throat> these people that are winning, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't even think they're having fun anymore. Some, I think what it is, it just, I think the girls that are on these teams that are, that are at the top of their game, they're competitors, you know, right. and these are the same girls that, you know, gymnastics mm-hmm. or swimming or whatever, you know, the elite of the elite. They live, eat, and breathe it. And yeah, they probably do get a burnout at some point, but their goal is to always win and always be the best. And they just never don't think that way. Whereas our girls, they still have time in their life to bitch about not liking their coach or, you know, refusing to put on the right eye makeup and making the whole team wait for them. It's like, they're not in that league. Exactly. They're not in that league. And if they want to be, 
they have to change. And they'll still eat ice cream and, right. you know, yes. hang out with their friends and go to dances mm-hmm. and things like that. And, right. and and grow boobs and get periods. <laughs> yes. That's my rule. The minute that you get to a point where you stop having a period and growing breasts, <laughs> that's where you need to draw the line. It's a bit excessive. It's too much. I'm a very competitive person, and so I do get it, but I don't know if I would ever... I don't know if I could be one of those moms where all we... Like, our whole life revolved around it. Like, I've seen some of those moms, like, on The Voice or mm-hmm. on American Idol where the parents literally sell all their belongings and move to Nashville so their precious baby can be a star. No, she could be the next Taylor Swift, and I'm thinking, I would never do that. I mean, I'm all about making sure my children can, can do whatever they want to mm-hmm. do, but I'm not going to, like, alter my personal life <laughs> to... Not. I'm not going to move away to be somewhere so they can achieve their dream. You move to Tennessee and achieve your dream and give me a call when you get there. You yeah. Know? Really, I mean, I've yeah, I've never understood those. those uh, Where they literally live for, through their children. Like people, yeah, when they say like, oh, I'm a soccer mom or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, my son plays soccer or my son plays ba- you and know, I drive flag there. football or whatever. And I cheer for him. But, you know, I'm my own. I'm Paula. I don't know what this other business is that you're talking about. Well, like for me, and I, Daryl and I had this discussion because I was so disappointed with the attitude of these parents. They have forgotten why they're doing this. It's to make it fun for the girls. And it just really chuffs my head. Well, you know, people, they can't ever, I mean, that's, that's the root of everything is, is people have to be so selfish and make everything about them. It would have been really nice for them to go. I'm just so glad they're here and they get to experience nationals. It's so hard to make it. They work so hard, but no, none of it. And where was nationals at? Anaheim. In Disneyland. Disneyland. The happiest place on earth. That was ironic. That was irony. So I went over, they were getting ready to perform and the stage is huge. So they were behind the, the, the curtain, and I walked over, and I was able to see behind the curtain, and I took a couple pictures of them, and the girls were so excited. They waved. They're like, hi, it's Malia, it's your mom. You know, and I'm like, girls, leave it on the mat. You can do it, you know. <laughs> and and it was like, that's what it should be like. And yeah. so when we went down to cheer them on, you can run down, and there's a viewing area for the people who are supporting that team. We were the only parents there. Everybody else stayed up. Are you kidding me? No. And I'm like, you guys suck. Suck. I just was so pissed. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And so I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to let them ruin this. The girls did amazing. They just, they don't have the reputation. And they just had never done it. So they kind of looked a little rookie-ish compared to some of the other teams. Well, that's okay. They just were learning. It was just a learning. It was a great learning experience. And they all got to look forward to going to Disneyland the next day. So it was fine. I mean, it, it's overall, a great consolation. <laughs> overall, it probably was a really exciting trip for them. I would think so. I mean, I know Malia had a blast. So the one thing is, when we were headed to Anaheim, of course, the flight was bumpy. Oh, God. Um, and it was really super crowded. And so Daryl had to sit behind us. And we were next to some old man, me and Malia. And, of course, I'm a window person. But so is Malia. And so, of course, Malia got the window. And I had to oh. sit in the middle between this old man and Malia. And I'm like, well. well rather you than her sitting next to some creepy old man. And he was one of those dudes. You know, there's been, there's been discussion about men on subways and trains where they sit with their legs wide open. Oh, God. You know, men do that. You That's know, just so inappropriate. Like their penises need their own space. They're like, come on, guy. It's not like you have an elephant trunk down there. It's not there. like that one guy in Mexico who has that 10-foot or that 10-inch. What is that? Oh. That 30-inch thing. 
The, that trunk of a penis that I don't he know what swears he Oh, I would thought you were talking about the guy with like the 100-pound testicle or something. <laughs> I think that guy died, actually. Did he suffocate from it? <laughs> I don't know. I think I just heard he died. Anyway, so it got bumpy, and I was responding the way I do when Daryl drives poorly. I'm sitting there, and I'm grabbing the front of the seat. It, we, he kept the, the pilot kept dropping like rapidly instead of like a slow descent. It was like, doom, doom, like... Sh- dropping a shelf or something i kept putting my hand up on the seat like i'm gonna put the brakes on okay and i'm like oh <laughs> i kept grabbing the seat you know and i'm like the poor person in front of me it happened like 10 times and finally we landed and we landed and bounced a couple times and i turned to the guy and i looked at him and he had big big glasses on he was way older than i remember <laughs> and he looked at me and he and i go well we made it he goes you didn't like that very much did you <laughs> I'm like, no, I did not. I did not like that. And he's like, well, you're fine now. I'm like, yes, it's just good that I like grab his thigh or something because I was. Isn't that funny? I never. I can't think of a flight (laughs) ever that I've been on where the people around me aren't highly aware that I don't like flying. I know. It's it's very clear that I don't like flying. There's someone who isn't a good flyer right there. The Uggs know if you're going to go out in public, it's best that you, at least, do a lip and a clip. To help out, Paula has your lip and clip tip of the week, brought to you by the Ugly Truth Avon store. Here's Paula. Hi, Hugs. I wanted to let you in on a little beauty secret that I have been using for several years now. I have Avon's Beyond Color Lip Conditioner. I have been using it for several years as a core staple in my beauty arsenal. It moisturizes my lips softens the feathering lines that can cause lipstick to bleed and it also gives my lip a more natural pigment so i can leave the house actually without looking like an albino you should definitely purchase beyond color lip conditioner through our avon website trust me your lips will thank you get this and tons of other lip and clip favorites from our avon store at uglytruth.com shop and now once again here are the uggs You know, I don't know about you, but I we were gone a really long time. Yeah. And I was like physically needed to get home. Well, when you eat too much like hotel food it was and just, stuff, it's it does kind of wear on it you. It was not good. And so Disneyland was great. I added it up. We walked almost thirty miles in four days. Whoa. Did it was you like insane. lose a ton of weight? Do I look like I've lost a ton I don't of know. Weight? I would didn't look at you. <laughs> I don't think so. The thing is, because Daryl goes, well, I'm, I'm sure, you know, because I, of course, said, God, I hope I dropped a bunch of weight. That'd be awesome. He goes, well, you, I mean, 30, 30 miles is a lot. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a lot of standing and slow walking. It's not like we built up our heart rate. We're just kind of oh, like yeah, trudging along. You know, and there was a lot of people because it's spring break. Oh, that is true. Yeah, and it was sucks. It was brutal. The was it hot? No, there was a breeze, thank God. But it was just, there was just a lot of people. And, you know, the rides, everything was fun. Daryl got to do all the Star Wars stuff. And What was your favorite rides? Well, Pirates of the Caribbean is my most favorite. Did, no, haven't they done some changes to that ride? They added Johnny Depp. Jack Sparrow? Jack Sparrow. Okay. Uh, that's it. Everything else is I same. haven't been to Disneyland, let's see, since 1999. Well, there's been a lot of changes since then. <laughs> so... I'm yeah. hoping to see some of the improvements. I hope you get to go. I really, so gosh, that's been almost 20 years, hasn't it? I will tell you that I had a bunch of crap for you and the, the kids that I was going to bring home for you. And then I put it all away because I thought, you know what? 
I know they would totally appreciate it. I know they would totally love it. But I want them to have the thrill of getting their own We're going to buy all our own stuff. I know that it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so, I wish you hadn't done that. But I, I also know how thrilling it is for a kid to pick out his first thing from Disneyland. Yeah. And I definitely want them to experience that. Get their own ears, get their own little stuffed animal, their shirt. You know, I was like, no, I can't take this away from them. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's not when you get there. No, I'm not going to lie. When I saw all your pictures, like a little part of me died. I every time. I was just like, I was like, I was I so, it. I mean, I was so happy for you guys, but I was just like, you're jealous. Like, I was so jealous because I, I was know. just like, it's so exciting. It's so fun. <clears throat> I, I'm like so happy for you guys. I, but you know what? I know that feeling. I know know the feeling of seeing someone you care about have fun and you're like you fucking bitch no no i didn't think that at all you know, no it's but it's a, she- it's a sadness slash happy jealousy because it's like i felt really bad because i i know that your plan was to go I mean, and it i still felt, is i know it but it was is. gonna it was literally gonna be like soon and things, it would have been this month things change yeah. and you and it happens to everybody. Sure. But I, and I thought of you a lot because I felt, I felt like, God, that she would be here probably could literally come when we God, were God, that would have been fun if we had oh gone together. It would have been so fun. And I thought about it. I'm like, God, it would have just been great to be dragging those little kids around, showing them everything. So anyway, but yeah, it was really fun. Pirates is our favorite. But what happens is after a while, your feet really start to hurt. I would think so. And there's no amount of cushion or high-end shoe that will save you from the pain. And after a while, you're just you're looking at each other going, why are we putting ourselves through this? Well, there were an awful lot of pictures of you and Daryl sitting with cocktails. I did notice that. <sighs> well, when Malia spent most of the Saturday with her friends, we went to California Adventure because Disneyland does not sell alcohol. Oh, okay. California Adventure sells alcohol. We found a wine tasting place, beer, cocktails of every kind. And so we did do that. <laughs> we did do that because we knew when we had Malia the next day, we wouldn't be right. drinking. And so we did wander around half cocked a little bit on that first day. It was fun though. Super fun. And when you're drinking, all of a sudden your muscles don't hurt anymore. It's really well, yeah. interesting how that works. So yes, we did have a good time, but the lines were just ridiculous. And you know, that always makes me mad. So I'm like, who's the idiot? Who are the idiots? We're the idiots standing around for an hour to get on a ride for three minutes. Don't they have that little um, free pass? Fast pass. And we did do a fast pass for a couple of things, but it was, you can only have three at a time. You can't, they don't let you go around and try to schedule your day. Oh, you only get to have three lined up at a time. Yes. And they can't be within an hour of each other. Oh. So you, they're really, they don't, because people, then everybody would do it and there would only be fast pass lines and no oh. one would, you know, there'd so be, would be no different the line then, would be right? just as okay, long. So we did do that for the Star Wars roller coaster that Daryl wanted to get on and then Star Tours that he wanted to do. So all the Star Wars stuff we fast pass. So you had to do all the Star things. <laughs> we did. And he's like, I'm really sorry, but he goes, I just, I have to do this before we leave. And I said, no, it's fine. I mean... Whatever you need. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever you need. It's the, it's the least we can do. Malia kept trying to hassle me for a, a lightsaber, and I kept telling her no. 
And then the last night we were there, it was like 10 o'clock at night, and we're back in the Star Wars store because Daryl wants to get a shirt finally. God, how many times did you have to go over to that area? <laughs> many. And so all of a sudden, I'm walking around, and I am I had something for Ryan. I'm like, no, I'm putting it back, like I told you. <laughs> and then I couldn't find them. And I'm like, where, where are they? I just want to go home. I just want to go to the hotel right now. And I find them. They're at the Build Your Own Lightsaber Station. And I said, okay, well, I guess it's over. I guess we're bringing home lightsabers because Daryl's over there helping her build this oh, lightsaber. They're building a lightsaber. Yes, and I go, what's going on over there? Like, uh, And Daryl, of course, he's like, oh, it's so cool. La, 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 you can customize this and you can do that. And I said, okay, so I guess we're spending $40 on a lightsaber. On Is a that plastic what's sword? Is that I what's see. happening? He's like, well, it's you can only get it in Disneyland, so it's really unique. And I said, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. Whatever you want to do. Someone ha- apparently hasn't lost the magic of Disneyland. No, he did not. In fact, the only thing he didn't do was wear ears. <laughs> and the only reason I bought ears and wore them was because I had had wine. <laughs> that was the only reason. I'm like, I found my magic. <laughs> so, anyway. How funny. It was fun, though. But a couple of observations. I have heard comedians or others speak of these things but i had never witnessed it myself so i always thought maybe it was an exaggeration but you know those scooters that people use because they like can't like the little rascal scooters no they're the kind of scooters that if you're disabled perhaps yeah but yeah. you can your arms work but you don't need a wheelchair right okay so they have those okay. kind of like the wally chairs in that movie wally yeah well the people that use those can walk they just don't want to right because they're humongous okay there were an inordinate amount of these people oh. scooting around, taking up lanes, taking up line space because... Well, don't they just go to, like, the handicapped front? No, they're not handicapped. So they have to wait in line. They just don't want to fucking walk. Is there room for that in a line? They made room for it. But these people... You know what? Look, people, I'm not saying that every single person who uses a scooter isn't cap- isn't capable of walking. I am sure... There are people, in fact, they're really meant for like people who are old, perhaps, and can't walk for very long right. or, you know, maybe you're ill, but you're not so ill that you can't use, you know, you don't need a wheelchair or maybe you don't need crutches, but you need a little assistance. Totally get it. And when you see those people, you know that it's clear that they need that scooter. Right. Then you see the people who de-plane their scooter and sit down and start inhaling in a three-foot-tall sundae in a churro, you know. Or you see them, you know, piling on all of their foodstuffs in the basket in front. Because when they back up, it beeps. Oh, right. Like a freaking tractor. Semi-truck. God, Paula, there were so many of those people. And so then by the end of the weekend, I would see these very large, morbidly obese people walking. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. And I'm walking around going, I have so much respect for someone who is clearly overweight. And I don't mean like chubby. I'm talking like 400 plus. Wow. Walking. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Because you would not reduce yourself to the scooter. I appreciate you. But these other people, and they're mostly women. I have to say, they were mostly women. If you want to call them that. I mean, I don't even know what they... They were so round. (laughs) So what? Because their parts are lost? They're just androgynous? I, I would think at some point. I mean, I'm trying really hard not to be incredibly vicious. Why? Because I don't know their life. 
And maybe they have a glandular oh, problem. Oh, please. You, already cre- you created a life for them. <laughs> oh, beyond. What is it? Well, nothing. I'm just looking at them and going, you know what? How dare you even come to a place where you have to walk? <laughs> Why would you come here? Why would because you do that? Because they know they have their scooter. Daryl said, you know what we should do? And I said, what? He goes, we should get, we should get stickers that say, made by Wally or something oh, to shame I- them. And I'm like, they don't care? That's, Are you kidding? That's the These best are... he came up with. I was thinking, I'm like, okay, what? All, I was going to say disconnect their batteries. First of all, Daryl is a kind Cut man. the wires. Daryl's nice. He doesn't think hateful thoughts like we do. I mean, my God. He... It was just, it was hard because I'm like, okay, my logical brain says, okay, I don't know every single individual's life, but when I see five people waddle out of a ride, get on their scooters, Back it up and then follow these. And of course, they all look underfed children following them along like little ducklings. It's just sad to me. Yeah, that is upsetting. It's difficult. Watching them go into Starbucks and get a three scoops sundae in a Mickey Mouse pant bowl and have a Starbucks frappuccino in the other hand. I mean, that's ridiculous to me. Well, and then where do they, they get the money? To That's what I said. Money. That is exactly what I said. I mean, unless they're like a lawyer or something like that. <laughs> oh, I know God. I couldn't afford that. I don't know if I'd want a lawyer representing me that looked like that. <laughs> right. Be like, you know what? You have some issues, I think, that you need to work out on your own. Unless it was just like, have you been hurt in an accident? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought about that, actually. I thought, what, did they get a settlement? Because it is so pricey. It is pricey. I mean, not, I mean... We had lunch. It was $45. Oh, my God. And we had water. I mean, we didn't even have soda, nothing. It was just food. Would you like air with your lunch? Uh, Yes. Okay, that'll be an extra $10, That's an extra $5. I mean, it's very expensive. I mean, we had a bowl of soup and two sandwiches, and it was $45. Jeez. Yeah. It's not cheap. So it's like when I see that, I'm like, that ice cream sundae is $15. Then the Starbucks Frappuccino, because there's a Starbucks in the, the park, you know, those are like eight bucks. And I'm like, that's just one snack. That's not even like dinner. It's so expensive. And I thought that I'm like, how? and it's like a family of five with the scooter. And I'm thinking, how do they, how do you, you know, none of my business, but how do you afford that? I don't know. I mean, where do you get the money for that? Yeah, really. Uh, it worked. I mean, we. I can't even get the money to get there. I, I'm <laughs> telling you. I get the money to pay for it. I, and I can tell you, once we get there, we're not getting the triple Sunday we, from Starbucks. Well, you will, because all four of you will eat it. Maybe, you know, but maybe I mean, if I rent the scooter, it comes with the money. God, Paula, it was unbelievable. I, I was so shocked. And then, of course, you see the people in wheelchairs which is completely different but it's like if you think that you're going to get away with being huge and getting on a scooter i mean it was an, it's an advantage that it isn't fair it's like i see so we all have to you know walk and wait and be exhausted and you get to just scoot around shoveling your mouth full of food and cutting people off and rolling over people because you don't want to freaking walk well that's our country has become a oh whole society of of accommodation <laughs> it absolutely was i thought even at disneyland man even at disneyland it was crazy i was just it was an abundance and the other thing i noticed now this is not judgment this was just a, something i noticed i asked daryl i said you know i'm not i'm not casting judgment because i don't have a problem with tattoos at all mm-hmm. and i said did you notice that every single person here is tattooed and I'm not talking cute little one little tattoo. I'm talking sleeves, like the backs of 
of everybody. He goes, yes, there were so, I mean, everybody is tattooed now. I wonder if that's an L.A. thing. Maybe, maybe. But I was really surprised. I'm like, it was funny because normally it's like one or two people. You go, oh, wow, that's a really cool piece or whatever. There were all, there was, to. I looked different. Because mm-hmm. I have no tattoos, and so I looked unusual compared to the other people that were there. It was really, really prevalent. And you're right, it could be an L.A. thing. Do you remember, though, growing up, like, when we used to go to the fair with Dad, like, when we were young in the summertime, and we'd pass, like, the one couple, and they were all tatted up, <laughs> and everyone would, like, stare, stare at them, and they'd be like, oh, my God, like, look at them, that's so crazy. They're dangerous. And, like, Dad would be like, don't look. You yeah, know? they're Because, like... The guy would have like the the mermaid lady with like yeah. boobs and like we could on his head and we arm. couldn't look yeah, and like, so like those. it was like so rare though yes. to see that part you know those people that had the tattoos and yeah. now it's like everybody has everybody to. it's so but it was it was just really unusual and I asked Daryl I go am I being like overly sensitive because I don't have a problem with tattoos at all and I, and he goes no they were everywhere and I said okay I just thought it was odd but it's also you know it's warm so everyone's wearing tank tops and stuff yeah. so you can see everything but well, like I was just telling your daughter though I said we were talking about tattoos and you know getting different types of tattoos and how cliche certain things are you yes. know when you get tattoos and I told her I'm like tattoos are cliche basically you yeah know, it's, like not, the, it's no longer it's like the it thing to do now yeah. everybody's doing them it's you know it used to be like oh you get a tattoo because you it, it's, it's something special like you right you, you do it because you want to, you know, remember something or, or you, it's, mm-hmm. it really means something. But now people just get it, you know, because it's something, you know, they got to do. They got drunk in Mexico and they, <laughs> you know, got a dolphin tattooed on their butt. It's you a know? tattoo of a tequila whim. Or something, yes. you know, they got Kermit the Frog on their ankle, you know. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's more of something to do now versus having it mean something. I know... I have been working. I mean, not everybody. No, so, no, no. Yeah, but a I mean, lot of people still get meaningful ones. Of course, but, but, but some it people is, get stupid ones. It's definitely not as taboo as it used to be. Whereas, like, if you came home with a tattoo, your mother would faint. Oh, it was. It Our was, mother would kill. I mean, she would probably disown us. She'd be like, "You're going to have to leave." We weren't even allowed to get the fake ones. I know. She thought it That's was right. like you know, it was. She'd get out the Bible and be like, "You must not tattoo your body <laughs> That's right. in any form. It doesn't matter if it's." <laughs> If it's temporary or permanent. I, we, I can't even believe she let us pierce our ears now that I think about it. Do not modify your body. I don't even know what she was thinking. But I don't know. But we do. She had a heart attack when she finally realized I had double pierced my ears. <laughs> Did she ever find out you pierced your belly button? <laughs> when I was, when <laughs> I was like, you know, when, yeah, when I was actually in the hospital and they were putting the little belt around my stomach to check my contractions. And she's like, Paul Marie. <laughs> Did you have your Did you have your belly button pierced? You're like because really, I had mother? taken I had taken it out. So well, the yeah. only thing that was there was the hole. <laughs> and so. she saw it. She's like Paula Marie. And I'm like, oh my god, are you kidding me, mom? I'm like, I'm like 27, and I'm, I'm about getting ready to birth a getting child. Ready to have a baby. Can like, we have this discussion later? Let the dream die. <laughs> it's like. Let the footloose dream die. Not only am I 27 and about ready to have a baby, I'm about ready to have an out of wedlock child. So <laughs> let's let's not you know let's really, not let's not hang on. Let's the not piercing. split the atom here. <laughs> I know. I remember when this wasn't that long ago. I don't know, mom. Maybe mom. Maybe I'd fed mom alcohol. Sometimes she'll allow me to feed her alcohol. <sighs> yep. Certain vodka on ice. Yes. And so she had had some drinks and uh, or sips, I should say. And finally, she goes, "Do you have any tattoos?" <laughs> 
And I'm like, what? I'm like, actually, no, I don't. And it's not for lack of want. It's just I'm so particular that I can never bring myself to find an artist to do it right. So hopefully someday I will. I mean, I I go through phases, but, you know, I'm getting old. And so pretty soon it's going to look bad. So what I want is not that it's so strange. It's just that I, I just need to find a place i mean i'm sure i could probably just walk into any old joint honestly because like i said it's not that i what i want is so unique it's not well we're gonna do one well i'm gonna get one similar to yours when you decide yeah we should just go and do it i mean i don't think it's gonna cost that i realize that what we want is somewhat cliche but i don't really care i don't think it's cliche the infinity symbol for sisters is pretty standard i think but you if you find an artist who will customize it maybe but how many sisters have the infinity with the word ugly oh well that's true the ugly with the word ugly written into it that's true i've I've seen the infinity symbol for sisters with birds flying out of it with her for the number of siblings or the dates you know having a bird in my body (laughs) it's weird of all things why don't we just make it a snake and call it a day and i'll get a spider uh, no, I mean, I'll just start with the one. I, I'm uh, more or less, my big issue is the placement. Yes. That's kind of where I get hung up sometimes. I really want to see it. That's the thing is like, I want to see my tattoo. I don't want it to be on my back where I can't see it. What's the point for me? You know, like for me, I'm looking at the lower inside of my arms. Oh, okay. Like near the wrist and up because that way, if I get one, for my sisters i can see it whenever i want and that's really important to me i want to see it but i don't want anybody else to see it so ah inner thigh perhaps no i'm thinking about because i want it close to my heart i'm going to do it under my left under my left boob well that's okay i heard that's painful probably i well i think it's all painful regardless of where you get it done yeah it's needles i I don't think think it's gonna matter yeah that's true well anyway so to wrap it up disneyland was awesome we walked our butts off the Disneyland Hotel, we stayed for two nights there. And the first night we checked in, we were really super tired. Malia went to go take a shower, and there was no hot water. Oh, God. Can you, you even freaking me? believe it? At the Disneyland Hotel. Yes. And so Daryl, I don't know, he kind of lost his mind. I think he was getting tired or something. I don't know what was going on with him, but towards the end of the trip, he became kind of stupid. And not like he's an idiot, but like he wasn't paying attention like three times. When you see a character and they're taking pictures with people, there's a there's a natural line that occurs because they're kind of out in the middle of anywhere, and right. they have they have cast members who kind of create a little block so you can't walk past them. Three times he walked past somebody, walked right through, and I'm like, "Where are you going?" He goes, "I'm going to that bench over there." I go, "Okay," but there's Minnie Mouse and there's a little Japanese girl who's trying to get her photo with Minnie. You can't walk right through there. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he turns around and the cast member's like, "Sir." Sir? And that happened three times. He's like one of those like Asian tourists that like walks in front of a camera right when you're taking a picture. He and did that like, many, many times. just stands there and you're like, sir, sir, hello, like, sir. And they're, trying, they're like, what? They're like, they're like well, I'm trying to take a picture. Like, oh, you want me to take a picture? No, I'm trying to take a picture. Move! <laughs> there was one time where... We were waiting for California Screamin', which is the roller coaster at California. Oh yeah, Adventure. the really scary one. Huh? Malia had never been on an upside down ride before, and so she oh. wanted it to be her first ride. And so we said, "All right, her first upside down ride." And so we get in line. Well, there was a really long wait, and it looked like okay, you know, like on that movie, A Christmas Story, where they're waiting to see Santa, and they thought the beginning of the line was at the stairs, but it really was like winding around. Right. 
Okay, so Daryl did that. He walked right up and I go, where are you going? And he goes, the line's right here. And so the cast member goes, sir, the line begins here. It winds down there. And we're like, what are you doing? He goes, come with me. I'm like, I'm not going with you. I don't want to get in trouble. And of course, all these people are like, hey, the line doesn't start there. And I'm like, okay, I'm having nothing to do with Right, this. I don't I'm know out. you. Yeah, I'm like, come on, Malia, let's go. We ganged up on him a lot. It was really fun, actually. Well, that's good that you had a, like, a partner in An crime. ally, thank yeah. God. I was so, so relieved. But she was she was laughing at us most of the time because, you know, she thinks we're weird and funny. Well, so, it's because you guys are <clears throat> old to her. We are relics to her. It's no no question. But the, the water ran out. Daryl started calling housekeeping. I go, why are you calling housekeeping? <laughs> They're not going <laughs> to do anything. So he goes, uh, hello, Gerard. Um, <laughs> we have no hot water. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know do, what to do say. Do you want to tell him? Yeah, he's like, well, I, I can send someone. And he's like, well, I, he, he goes, yes, Gerard, I know how to turn on the hot water. And he goes, well, I don't know. I can't really, I can't explain to you how, what. How do you even handle yourself when he's doing things like I'm not that. looking at him. <laughs> and I'm just looking down going, well, I'll wait for him to hang up the phone. He goes, well, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, all right, calm down. So I get to guest services. Hello, guest services. And I'm like, hi, you know what room number I'm in? Because it's all computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what room number I'm in? She's like, I do. And I said, we have no hot water. She goes, well, there's an outage. The entire tower is out. I'm like, the fantasy tower, the main tower has no hot water. None. She goes, No. And I said, well, do you have any estimated time of when this will be repaired? She goes, well, we have plumbers and engineers are working on it. I don't know when it's going to be. I'm so sorry. And she was reading a script. And I said, I see. I said, so apparently I'm not your first call of the evening. She goes, you are not. I said, okay. I said, well, we'll just deal with it and hope in the morning we have hot water. She goes, that would be awesome. She's like, thank you. they comp you anything for your room? No, because I think it was only out for a few hours. Malia tried to take a shower at like 11 o'clock at night. So, I mean, it wasn't like many people were going to complain. So she was able to take a shower in the morning. It was fine. But Daryl was just frazzled. And I said, all right, maybe, you know, the thing is, is that I felt like we stayed one day too long. But all in all, it was fun. I found a little magic. And I'm glad we're home. And within 24 hours, Malia was asking to go out with friends. Well, there you go. And we're back to normal. Life is back to normal. Yes, like it never happened. Well, good. Our bank account says it did. The Ugly Truth Podcast will always be free. So we appreciate you supporting the show by shopping on Amazon via our links on UglyTruth.com. Here's Jamie with her Amazon Pick of the Week. Hi, Hugs. Let's talk about Kindle Unlimited on Amazon. It's like Netflix for books. It grants you full access to over a million book titles, thousands of audiobooks on any device where you can download the free Kindle reading app, including your Kindle. And with Kindle narration, you can switch from reading to listening without losing your place. So when you have to get those kids or run to work, you can stay in your story zone. Get your free 30-day trial of Kindle Unlimited by clicking through our website, uglytruth.com. Unlimited reading, unlimited listening, any device. What like us, actually. You can get this deal and literally anything you could ever want from Amazon and support our show at the same time by visiting uglytruth.com slash shop. Thanks for helping out the truth. Let's get back to the show. All 
right, so now, while I was gone, did you do more physical therapy? Yes, so... What's going on? Like, why are you doing physical therapy? So here's the thing. I have had, like, a bad hip back problem for several years now. Yeah. But it's gotten kind of worse in the last year. So I went to the doctor, and the reason I went to the doctor is because I've been taking Victor's pain medication <laughs> for about a year now. Yes. And he's cut, he cut me off. Oh, and so, so now you've got to address. he says, you have to go get your own. I, you can't take mine anymore. And I'm like, all right, fine. So I went to the doctor, <laughs> and I told him, my husband cut me off. I have to address this. You know, what do I do? And so he says, well, I want you to start seeing physical therapy. I thought I had a sciatic nerve thing. Yeah. And so he says, I want you to start going to physical therapy and, you know, here to take these medications, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, fine. Did you get your own pain pills? Yes, I did. Okay, good. And so um, I started going to physical therapy and, you know, at the first time it was fine. They, I, they didn't have me do any weird exercises or anything like that. No stretches. Thank God. And so <laughs> um, just kind of did like some profile stuff. The second time they said, okay, so we're going to have you start doing some work on the exercise ball. And I said, okay. All right. And so he says, what I want you to do is lay on your stomach on the exercise ball. Okay. Already (laughs) know. So I was just like, right. So they demonstrate first what they want you to do. These little fit people. Yeah. And that's the thing about these physical therapy people is they're always, you know, it's sports medicine. They're like, they're like athletes. They're always very much in good shape. And so, (laughs) you know, their core is really strong and tight. And so it's very easy for them to do these moves on (laughs) the round surface on these uh, balls. And (laughs) so they make it seem so effortlessly and they have really good balance. Of course they do. That's why they're athletes. So he's got he's uh, laying on this stress ball on his stomach and he says, I want you to take this leg, lift it up. And so lift. He's while you're on your stomach, uh, laying on the ball, take one leg, lift it up in the air. So if you have your right leg, you're lifting up in your ear, and then take your left hand and lift it up at the same time. Okay. So um, that's not working for me. You're alternating hands and legs, and then do that 20 times. And so he showed me how to do that. So (laughs) how many times did you do it? So I get down. I'm like, well, I'm like, this may not be so bad. So I get down. I get on the stress ball, and I'm like, suddenly, you know, like a baby deer, (laughs) my hands and legs feel like jelly. And I'm and, and and the distance between you know the air and my hands feels like it might as well be twenty feet in the air. <laughs> I can't reach it. And so I put one leg up in the air and then I go to lift my hand and I'm like, oh, I don't think I can. So I kind of roll to the side. <laughs> Did you roll off the ball? No, because I stuffed myself. Oh, you had the other hand. So I finally, you know, was able to barely, you know, and the thing is, is he's standing there watching me. <laughs> that only, yeah, you know, having an audience makes it all the much easier. You know, I'm just like, so you get to watch how inept I really am <laughs> at this whole thing. And, wow, you know, and I'm, of course, my butt's right there in the air. And so I'm just like, this is just, this is just awful. Did you do it 20 times? I had to. <gasps> So I did awkward. I did whatever I thought looked like what he had done. I'm not sure how well it looked. Did he say good job? 
He just counted to 20. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't going to critique your, your form at all at this point. I'm sure if it was really bad, he would have corrected it. But Well, although I can't imagine that he would expect you to be able to do it perfect or you wouldn't be there. I, right? Well, I don't really know. Did it hurt? It kind of hurt because I don't exercise. Okay. But. <laughs> okay. But I mean, other than your mus- your muscles being atrophied, I mean, the pain in your back, <laughs> the pain in your back, did it hurt the pain? No, it didn't oh. hurt the pain in my back. <laughs> okay. But maybe it just hurt my pride your, a little. <laughs> your ego just a bit. So. Wow. The next one he had me do was, he's like, now I want you to sit on the ball. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and he says, and I want you to start marching with your legs he says, but I also, with every uh, leg up, I want you to use the opposite hand and put it in the air. <laughs> and so I'm just like, so what? It, so I'm basically only balancing with the one leg. That's not good. So again, here we go again with 20 the, times. 20 times. Oh, God, that's a lot. Well, and it's a lot when you basically have no core strength and, you know, so I felt like a roly-poly, you I know? I can't just, even imagine. You know what? I can only envision mother trying to do this. So that must have Well, do you like. think you could do it? No. I, I mean, had stomach surgery. You, My core is fucked. But, I mean, you exercise a lot. I so. do. I do. But, for example, when we were at Disneyland, there's this really high ledge. It probably comes right up to my boobs. And we were w- going to watch the fireworks. It was just Daryl and I. And he goes, <laughs> do you, can you do it? And I'm like, I don't think I can pull myself up on there, no. Because I don't have, a, my core is very weak because right. of the hernia and everything. Right. And the doctors were very specific with me saying that it will never be the way it was before and you have to be really careful because you can create a hernia again if you try too hard right and it will i'll just never be able to do them again like scrunches and stuff and so i i go i don't think i can pull myself up i mean i can try but i just don't think i can because i have weak arms and so ultimately <laughs> your weak arm drop low <laughs> god it's <laughs> yes and so uh daryl's like do you need some assistance and i'm like i do and he's like all right so he, he did like the, the cheerleading lunge so i could use his leg as a step so i could pull myself up it was awful Aww, that's fun it was it was not fun it was embarrassing that i couldn't so, pull myself up but anyway go so on. here i am sitting on this uh thing Marching. and i basically i feel like uh, melting taffy yeah. on this <laughs> and i'm just like god i'm like this is just humiliating. And so, you know, yeah. he's sitting there watching me, and I'm just like, why the watching? That's the whole thing. I'm like, why do you go, supervise? go pretend to write something on a clipboard <laughs> somewhere so I can just sit here and, you know, do this by myself, yeah. you know? It's just like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm an independent worker. I really don't like being supervised. It's like the equivalent of when Victor says that he has to do the uh, urinalysis test. And they watch him pee in the cup. And he has to, he calls it meat gazing. He has to stand there and watch people do the urinalysis test. Well, people do like to cheat. Some do. And so I basically, you know, felt like he was watching me. So then the next one I have to do, it was called clamshells. Oh, dear. (laughs) And so basically. Oh, God. I had to lay on the the little bed, and I had to open my legs, like my thighs, no. like it was a clam, and close it on your back, on my side. Oh, oh, and okay. so I did that 20? twenty times. That wasn't so bad. And then the next one was the pelvic thrust. Oh my god! And so I started doing it, and he had told me, you know, make sure I was tightening my glutes, and so I was doing it, and he's just <laughs> You're like squeezing your butt. 
well, I guess I forgot. And he's like, remember, tighten those glutes. So I guess he could tell I wasn't tightening God. my butt. And so I was just like, God, I'm like, he's just really in there. You know what? I got to tell you, all I keep thinking about is I hope you weren't gassy or anything. Well, do you know how many times when I was on that ball, I was thinking, I'm like, God, I'm like, I know. I mean, I was never going to let anything squeak out. But I'm just saying, like, I can only imagine other people. Wow. I'm sure I wouldn't. It, I'm sure it happens. Oh, I'm sure. But that's why I don't want to ever do hot yoga or anything. Because <sighs> that's, just that's a lot of free heat and freedom. There's with a the lot bug. of opportunities for snapping. A lot <laughs> of any a of lot. any of any area. Any orifice. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. All right, snapping so clamshelled your way through, and then my you know tightening gluteus and tightening the butt. So all sorts. But I mean, how long did that take? All of this. Was it like, like an it hour? Went on forever. Well, then, so yeah. Finally, then I did the last thing where they do the cold compresses and they do this little zapping. Oh, I've had that. Thing. I've had that. And of course, they have to stick it right on your butt cheek. They do. They and do. So I mean, it's you know, you're laying on your side and mm-hmm. they start pulling it in your pants, and I'm you're just like, like, hey, not without a meal. I'm like this whole thing is just like it's very invasive, completely embarrassing. Yes. You know, there's just. It's, did uh, you go back? I canceled this week, but <gasps> I will go back. No, this was, last week was my second visit, oh, so this okay. week would have been my third. But um, So are you going to have to do all of these exercises every time you go now? Well, it changes every week, oh. so I don't know what, what next week will bring. But, <laughs> Is uh, it working? I mean, I feel a little better. The first four or five days afterwards, I feel like complete shit. Really? So, it, yeah, I feel like completely torn up. Wow. It's really bad. But, um, that's what the pain pills are for, yeah. So, I mean, we'll see what happens, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. They think I have a bulging disc, really, whatever that is. It's a why don't they do an MRI? Well, that's what the doctor said. He says I have to do physical therapy first and then they'll do an MRI protocol. I know, I'm like the oldest 26 year old I know. Yes, you're so old for 26. I know. It's true. I'm just kidding. But I know. It's fine. Anyways. Well, all right. Well, I guess we should go to our ugly and awkward moment of the week. making a uh, dinner and I decided to bake um actually no I was going to make chicken soup and so I needed a whole chicken mm-hmm. and so I was in the kitchen you know getting the whole chicken cut open the bag and um you know inside the chicken is all the the extra products yes um gizzards heart neck all that stuff so I took all the stuff out and I took the neck out and attached to the neck was this giant worm-like thing (gasps) what it literally looked like an earthworm oh my god and so i threw it in the sink and i kind of like stood there for a minute and i was just like oh my god i'm like that's a parasite i'm like was that like a tapeworm (gasps) or like a worm or what is that so I'm trying not to freak out because I don't want to, like, freak everybody out. The kids and Victor and everybody are in the living room. Yeah. And so I'm like, um, Victor, I'm all, can you come in here for a second? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And he comes in there and I'm like, what is that? And he's just like, uh, that looks like a worm. <gasps> and oh, my so God. 
I'm was it? A, like, it wasn't alive. No, but it was just like pink and fleshy, and and you can't eat the chicken. And so I'm just like this. I'm like, this is disgusting. I'm like, whatever. So he, of course he starts taking pictures of it. Oh God! And so he's like, well, I'll take it back. And so Ryan's like, what is it? So he Ryan hears the fuss, and he comes in, and Olivia hears everything. So they all come in the kitchen. So now everyone's gathered around. So the Ryan's sink. like, oh my God, that's gross, you know. And he's like all freaked out and bugged out <laughs> and everything like that. And so. And he's just like, well, I'm going to take it back to the store Mm. because we had just literally bought it. And so he goes to the store, comes back, has a new chicken. And Victor says, "Uh, let me talk to you for a second. And I'm like, what? I'm like, did so Amal, did they say anything? Had people been returning chickens or like, you know, what was (laughs) the deal? And so he showed me a picture on Google Images and it was the picture of like the The same exact thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, so what is it? Is it like a tapeworm or something? He says, did you know that chickens have esophaguses? Yeah. And I'm like, what? It was the esophagus? And he says, chicken have esophaguses. And I'm just like, that was the esophagus? Wasn't it super long, though? And he says, yes, that was the esophagus. And I'm just like, <sighs> oh, I'm like, man. but it looked like a worm. And he's just like, no, it wasn't the worm. He's like, it wasn't a worm. It was just the esophagus. But they gave you another chicken anyway? And I'm so, I said, so, Amal, is that what they told you? And he's like, no, he's all, I Googled it before I went there. He's like, I didn't tell them about it. I just told them it was a bad chicken. So they gave me a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't want to be embarrassed. He was too embarrassed to tell them that there was, like, nothing wrong wow, with the chicken. That's so, interesting and really weird. So, anyways, Ryan was so freaked out about it, he though. the chicken. When I opened the other one... It was, was it, there? it was the same thing. <gasps> so it's however they're slaughtering these chickens. It was the same thing. And so... Oh, my God. I just quickly cleaned everything up and threw it in the garbage. And then Ryan's just like, Mom... I, w- I took it outside because every time I when I cook yeah. chicken, I throw everything in the garbage yes. immediately. And so Ryan's just like, did it have it again? I'm like, no, no, it's totally clean. <laughs> nothing in there. You know, nothing in there. Well, that's what happens when you start cooking from scratch, apparently. You find those things. I didn't, I have never seen anything like that on a chicken where I would be alarmed. I never. Well, and it was Foster Farms. That's weird. I know, right? And I've, ne- I've, I've cooked whole chickens forever. Dozens of times. Interesting. And I wonder if they're never, slaughtering them differently. Well, and I just got another one from the same... I just got another Foster Farms chicken from Bel Air, and it didn't have... Because I, I fully expected to see it. Like, I was mentally preparing God. myself for the weird-looking thing, and it wasn't there. Well, you know what? So, it maybe it was just, like, a fluke thing. Man, that's bizarre. It was really weird. It was that gross. That is very awkward. It was gross. Very awkward, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. I just, um, well, I just felt bad because I like freaked everybody out, and I'm like, it was. Hey, if I saw something fleshy and ridged, it was a giant worm. It looked like it would, a giant worm. On I would snack. probably do the same thing. Yeah. In all honesty, I mean, for me, I mean, and I cook everything from scratch. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, it was bizarre. That's disgusting. Very bizarre. Well, there were several awkward <laughs> I'm moments. Sure, like, you had plenty of opportunity. Several. The one that I thought was going to be my awkward moment was trumped. <sighs> Okay, so Disneyland is selling these wands that kids can hold. They look like giant ice cream cones, but they're like Ariel or or uh, the Finding Nemo Dory or whatever for a boy and a girl. And then they're battery operated, and when you press, when the kid presses it, 
bubbles fly out of the top. Oh. So the whole park is like full of bubbles everywhere because every kid had to have one. Oh, and right. so okay. it was really cute. And so after a while, you see people start swatting at the bubbles and everything. So I was walking by and this little child had blown bubbles and, you know, I was swatting them and people try to catch them and stuff. And I swatted one. I almost slapped an old Chinese lady in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even see her. I was like, Shh. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like swatted real close to her face. I'm like, God, how embarrassing. What did she say? Nothing? I don't think she spoke English. So she kind of just did like acted like it didn't happen and kept walking. Oh my God. Oh, that is so funny. It was. Except then the next day, um, Malia had to use the bathroom. And so I was waiting for her outside. And you know, like I said, it's really crowded because God, it's spring that break. sucks that it was so crowded. It was really sucky, actually. And so I'm standing there and <laughs> this woman... I didn't see because she was behind me and I shifted because I was getting because we were, of course, standing. And so you can shift from foot to foot to try to ease some of the pain. And so I shifted to the right and I moved and there was a woman trying to pass me. And in between me and and the wall was a, a potted plant. And so I literally hip checked this woman right into a plant oh my god i know i know but i didn't even see her and she was a very she was a small person she was like our mom's age oh okay and i was like oh my god i'm so sorry and of course you know if she had been like oh it's okay or whatever it would have been fine but she's just like she was like disgusted i hate it when people so i said fucking rude i actually i was actually holding her shoulders trying to help her up because she literally planted into this potted plant jeez and I and I was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, ah. And I'm like, I said I was sorry. I would have pushed her back down. I'd be like, get yourself a bitch. She just she just mumbled on her way, and I was just like, God, apologies aren't enough anymore. You knock someone down, and you think an apology should be enough, you know, right? Everybody probably was tired from walking, and it's crowded in lines, and you know, waiting I, in line for the bathroom at a public place is the worst. So the last thing she wanted to do was get knocked into a plant. <laughs> God, it was so. Funny. She's probably like, just my luck. Some bitch knocked me I into know, a plant. I know. I couldn't believe it. I mean, when she planted in that thing, I was like, oh my God. You would have been pissed if someone had done that to you. Oh my God. I would have been out of my mind. What the fuck? I would have been out of my mind. But you That's know what? crazy. It's whatever. I mean, we got, so you know. Daryl kept cutting strollers off the whole thing. And I'm like, we all had our awkward moments. (laughs) He is just so oblivious. He was, I think, just really tired. I think at at some point he just stopped. And then Malia and I got really mad. Okay, so anyway, that's my awkward moment. Yes. But Malia and I were getting really mad because Daryl kind of walks like our mother where he starts walking with a purpose and he starts going like... Oh, he's power walking. He's power walking. I think he was just really excited. Probably. But we were on our way back to the hotel. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And we were walking and Malia and I were very tired. And he was too, but... I think what it is with certain people is that he's got, he's making a beeline to comfort and he's not going to stop. So he's power walking towards the hotel and Malia and I are walking. I'm way behind because I learned many years ago not to try to keep up because it just makes me mad. Right. So I'll just walk at my own pace and I'm going to get there. It's no big deal. I've done that before to Victor yeah. and eventually he'll turn around and be like, what are you, what are you doing? And I'm like, like well, I'm walking like a normal person. I'd be like, well, you can either wait for me or you can just keep going. Yeah. I'll get there eventually. He gets mad. I mean, you know, he gets a little frustrated, but I'm like, look, I am not going to, I don't walk as fast as you do in general. And I am not going to attempt to keep up with you when I'm 
wanting to lay down and die right now. So you're just going to have to deal with it. And so he turns around and it's like, Daryl's way ahead. Malia's like a foot in front of me. And then I'm behind kind of next to Malia. And he turns around and he goes, what are you guys doing? And Malia's like, dad, you're walking too fast. I'm not keeping up with you. And he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, Malia, just let it go. He doesn't know. <laughs> right. He just, he just is moving at his own pace and he's just moving forward. So we'll all get there eventually. It's fine. Anyway, all right. Well, happy Easter, everyone. This drops on Easter Sunday. So yeah, really. hopefully you uh, have enjoyed your egg hunts. So thank you, everybody, for shopping with us. We appreciate the Amazon shopping and the Avon shopping. It always helps the show. As Jamie mentioned, have a very happy Easter. Do something fun. Hopefully you're out planting, as we suggested. So until next time, uh, have a safe, safe week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Ugly Truth today. We hope you come back next week for an all-new episode of The Sisters with No Filters. And don't forget to follow The Uggs on Facebook and Twitter. You can get all the details on our website at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. 